it's Shelly. Welcome to my All the Rage with Shelly Wade podcast. Um, that theme music is from my college buddy, Jolando Johnson. We were just on the phone with each other a few days ago, and he was telling me he's got new music that he's releasing. And as a matter of fact, he just uh, did a video for one of his new songs. And so I said, you know, Jolando, I'm always talking about you on my podcast, telling everyone that you do the theme music. Why don't you come on the podcast um, so that you can talk about your new music, not just my theme music, but your new music. And he said, bet. So uh, coming up in um, March, Jolando is going to be a guest on the podcast. Super excited. Um, uh, Excited about that. But I'll tell you how I'm feeling right now in this very moment. Um, As I'm recording this, you know, I drop new episodes of the podcast every Tuesday. And as I'm recording this, it's just a few hours before Tuesday. It's Monday night. And I am very concerned. And I hate to say that I feel worried because I hate to worry after I've prayed because you're supposed to pray and then have faith. Um, But I'm just being honest with you. I'm worried. I'm concerned about my family members because they are in Houston and most of my loved ones are sitting in their homes or maybe they're asleep by now, um, you know, in in frigid temperatures with no power and no heat. Yeah, um, Texas had... um, had I don't know I don't I don't know the numbers I don't want to say it's record but you know judging from the pictures that I've seen um, that my social media friends are posting and that my family members are sending me um, in in my lifetime I don't ever think I, I've seen this much snow um, in Houston um, you know and, and at first it's like oh yay there's a lot of snow in Houston get out there and make some you know snow angels and throw some snowballs and make some snowmen but then um, people started gradually losing their power um, and then you start realizing wow like right now I just checked the weather in Houston and it says it's 18 degrees now mind you I looked at the weather in Minneapolis and let me look at let me look at my um my um my wet weather app okay so Minneapolis it says it's it's minus 11 degrees now I have uh, what what cities do you have on your weather app um, I have Mi- Minneapolis on my weather app because you know a few years ago I visited Minneapolis on what would have been Prince's 60th birthday and so I just never took it out of my phone and so I see that it's Minus 11 degrees. It's negative 11 degrees in Minneapolis. Oh, that's some coldness. Um, In Houston, though, it's 18 degrees. Um, It doesn't typically get down to 18 degrees in Houston. And, you know, that's the temperature. That doesn't tell you the real fill temperature. You know, the the wind chill. You know, when I was in New York, that's what they call the wind chill temperature. They call call it the real fill temperature because this is how you really, how it really fills. So that's some pretty frigid um, weather for you know you to be in with no um, no heat so I'm very concerned um, for my family right now um, you know but I'm staying prayerful I'm trying to keep in touch via text and, and calling but it's very difficult because the cell phone towers are are um, overwhelmed and people it's hard to get through um, I spent the whole day trying to reach my family members and there were various points that I could reach them and then you could you know sometimes you can understand what they're saying and sometimes you know it's going in and out and so uh, I've just spent the whole day just you know checking up on my family members and trying to get through to them and hoping that power comes back on um I'm sure it'll be restored sometime soon but listen just to, to, to have these kinds of temperatures and um and to and to have your your power out 
with no heat for literally the whole day, that's pretty challenging. Um, I can't even imagine also people who are homeless who have nowhere to go. Oh, okay. So I'm, listen, I'm going down the rabbit hole. I may as well stop uh, complaining about it. But I just wanted to share with you how I was feeling at this very moment. I'm concerned for my loved ones and I am praying um, that their power is restored soon so that they can have some heat and warm up in these frigid temperatures. <sighs> okay. Um, news. I finally joined clubhouse <laughs> if you have an iphone may perhaps you've had friends and invite you to join clubhouse i finally joined it um i haven't uh, hosted any any uh talks or anything yet but if you're on clubhouse be sure to follow me at shelly wade don't forget that shelly spelled with an e-y so that's s-h-e-l-l-e-y-w-a-d-e that's me on clubhouse i'm also at shelly wade on twitter follow me there as well i'm on instagram at the one and only shelly wade and um, be sure to like my All the Rage with Shelly Wade page on Facebook and subscribe to my All the Rage with Shelly Wade podcast and my All the Rage with Shelly Wade YouTube channel. Super excited today to interview a brand new artist. Her name is Maya Zakai. She just released an album last year, and this is her very first live interview, and I present it to you right now. I feel like we already know each other because we've been tweeting each other. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, this is my first live interview. So I'm like, I just don't want to say the wrong thing because I've never done this. No, you know what? The cool thing about um, interviews for me is just the conversation. So just think yeah. of us as like girlfriends just talking on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, I, I don't really, and then I, you know what, Maya, I think uh, the same thing whenever I tell someone who, who may be nervous, because I grew up uh, singing as well. And every now and then someone will say to me, you know, oh, I'm nervous about going on stage. But my whole thing is that most of the time, nine times out of 10, people don't want to see you suck, right? <laughs> they don't want to be sitting in the audience checking out somebody who's sucky. <laughs> so just, you know, go on stage with the, the idea that people want to see me succeed. And hey, let's just have some fun. And so I feel the same, same way about interviews. You know, it's just like, you know, you know, I know that it's really important for you to, um, you know, inspire people with your music and make them feel, you know, like they're not alone yeah. in this craziness that is life. And so, you know, yeah. that's just basically, you know, what we're doing when we're having a conversation. I think that, you know, people love to listen to podcasts and to watch videos because they like the, the connection they can make with people and learning about them, you know, mm -hmm. and people love discovering new music, which is why I'm really excited to talk to you about your new music. Um, did I read correctly? You're, you're 19 years old, 19? Yes, I am 19. When do you turn 20? October 12th. Oh, wow. So, so you've got a while. So you, yeah. how, how does it feel being in the final months of your teens? I mean, I've asked like some of my older friends, like if they feel any different when mm -hmm. they're older and they say they still feel the same, like you get to a point where like, no matter what, how you age, you just feel the same as you did. So I think I'll feel pretty much the same as I do now. <laughs> yeah, you know, the only thing for me, you know, as you get older, it's like, okay, you 
of course have more life experiences so you're wiser hopefully if you're you know if you're living right you when i say living right if you you know you learn the lessons from you know the mistakes you make and and all of the trials and tribulations you go through the good times and the bad times you'd learn from them and you become wiser if you're paying attention um, and then also i would say the difference is that there are bills <laughs> they're like <laughs> You know, when we're kids, we're growing up, we're like, I'm 12 and a half. I'm like, don't rush it. Don't rush it. Yeah. <laughs> when you start to get older, you don't put that and a half on there. <laughs> and then again, I would say kids, um, not you because you're a grown up now, but kids don't rush it. You are not going to enjoy these bills when you grow up. You yeah. So much responsibility, man. Sometimes I wish I could just sit in a stroller and someone would stroll me through. <laughs> I know. It's like, so amazing. I wanted to grow up so bad back then. And now I'm like, please take me back. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So um, you're in Los Angeles, right? Yes. I understand you were born in London, though. Yeah. That How old were you when you moved to the States? I was six years old. Okay. Okay. So this is pretty much home now. Yeah. And I had a British accent for like a year, but then I lost it because... I don't know. I actually don't remember how I lost it, but I know that like a lot of people like would make fun of my accent when I moved here because they just weren't used to it. And like kids will be kids, I guess. Yes, of course. But yeah, I used to have an accent and I, I'm actually very glad I moved to LA because Mm -hmm. the opportunities here for music are like really good. Yeah. Place to be for it. By the way, um, speaking of accents, do your parents still have their accents? My mom still has a British accent, mm-hmm. but my dad is from Israel, so he never had that. Okay, okay, okay. But does yeah. he still have his accent? Did he ever have an accent? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he had an Israeli accent, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I think, you know, listen, I love accents. You know, like you said, kids will be kids, but <laughs> but accents at the end of the day, I think they're pretty amazing. So um, you... Um, You've always used music to, you know, make you happy, but you didn't always want it as a career. When did that start to change for you? Well, I always just did music for fun. Like as a kid, I would just sing covers and like, I never actually thought I would do it or take it seriously. Cause like Mm -hmm. when you're a kid, you dream, like it's like, it's all foggy in the distance. Like you don't think it'll actually happen. Mm -hmm. So then when I reached the age of 17, um, I just randomly was like, I don't want to sing covers anymore. Like, I feel like I need to write my own thing. So I looked on YouTube and I searched a bunch of like beats because Mm -hmm. on YouTube, like everyone just puts their beats on there. And I found one that I really liked and I started writing to it and I finished a song in like five hours. Oh, wow. And I was like, I showed my dad and he was like, um, why is this actually good? (laughs) And then he like freaked out and he always like pushed me to like do music, but I always kind of just like shrugged it off. Mm -hmm. But then he got me in contact with a producer that I work with till this day. Mm -hmm. And we created my first song and I put it out and it's called by myself. So it was about how I like felt really alone at the time. Mm -hmm. And when I put it out, I got like so much feedback that I wasn't expecting of like kids telling me how they could relate to it and how it like saved them or 
help them like feel less alone through it. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, it like gave me the passion to continue to help people because the best feeling is to help someone. So if I could do it through something that helps me too, okay. then that's, I was like, I want to do this from then on. Now that's pretty amazing, you know, that your age, that you're already thinking about how you can be of service to people because, you know, um, I think that that's one of the things that's most f- fulfilling for us. If we cannot just focus on ourselves all the time and focus on helping yeah. other people. So you released your, your debut album. Um, is it hashtag speak up or just speak up? Yeah. Yeah. It's hashtag speak up. Um, that you were going to say why? Oh yeah. But if you were going to ask something. Okay. No, I was just going to say you released it last year. Um, was it last summer? Yeah. Summer 2020, which is, you know, and, and I'm sure, you know, yes, of course, everyone wants to hear new music, but I'm sure you were excited about, you know, your debut album, being able to get out and perform for people and, you know, go to radio stations and such, but here comes COVID-19. So how much of a a bummer was it for you that you released your album, but you couldn't get out to promote it? Um, It was, it was pretty sucky, but um, I know that like, I I have a feeling that like everything happens for a reason. Maybe Mm -hmm. I just wasn't ready at the time. Like I'm still learning how to I'm still learning how to like be in the spotlight because I'm not used to it. And um, like live performing still need to get on that because people are doing it like online now, like live performing. And I haven't got onto that yet, but I definitely should. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I am just hoping that like COVID slowly just ends so that I can get out there more. Yeah. You know, you get better at it. Once you do it, you know, you got to just kind of like jump in the, jump in the water. And, um, you know, I, I promise you it is going to be really fun because you're going to, you know, the, the response you already see from uh, your music, you're going to get that uh, even more because you're going to be, you know, exposed even to even more people. And it's going to be really fun. I promise you that. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll trust you. So hashtag speak up. Uh, did you write every song on the album? Yes, I write all of my own music. So like, I've never had help on writing a song yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically, I wrote all of them because, well, the reason I called it hashtag speak up is because I wanted all of the songs to be me speaking up about topics that other people could relate to and like it would help them through hard times. Mm -hmm. So I also just wanted it to be like, um the more we like talk about things that like are hard to talk about, the easier it is for us to get through it because then we see, oh, this person can relate to me. I'm not alone. Like I'm not crazy. Like it just makes you feel like you have a community. And that was super important to me. So I wanted to name it hashtag speak up because I'm like speaking up about it. No, pretty cool. And I love that you're, you know, you're in control of, of your songwriting because you hear, you know, you go back and you, you know, you'll watch, I don't know, a behind the music or something on, on artists and they'll be like, you know, well, you know, this, they wrote this for me and they, they did that and they weren't in control. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of people don't reach that until they're older. So I'm happy that you're mm-hmm. on top of that right now. And you're in yeah. charge of expressing what you feel as opposed to someone um, mandating what you should be, you know, singing you're writing yeah. about yeah definitely like I that's why my songs mean so much to me because like 
they're literally me just saying exactly how I feel but in like a song so yeah I'm really glad I get to do that Okay, so I've come up with about 10 questions that I feel will help, um, you know, all of the viewers and, and listeners of um, the All the Rage with Shelly Wade um, show and podcast get to know you a little better. So I'm putting you on the spot, but I'm hoping you can uh, answer okay. the questions. Are you game? Okay, let's go. Okay. I promise they're not hardball. They're just you expressing yourself. Okay, number one, what was your favorite toy when you were a kid, Maya? Oh, Lord. <laughs> what was it? Oh, actually, I know what it was. It was um, this, like, piano and microphone thing. I feel like every, like, kid has that. But it was definitely that because I would always just, like, make up songs on that. And, yeah, definitely that. Continuing the music theme, of course. Uh, and yeah. number two, what did you want to be when you were growing up? Did you want to be, you know, before you decided you wanted to be a singer, what were you thinking that you wanted to be? Um, again, every kid kind of goes through this phase, but I wanted to be a veterinarian because I loved animals. Really? Yeah. And like, I still would do that if music wasn't my number one thing, but um, yeah, veterinarian. Do you have a favorite animal? Um, probably a dog because I've never had one and I really want one. Really? Maybe, maybe that's what um, your dad and your mom can get you in October when you turn 20. <laughs> I mean, we literally have like six cats right now. Do you have a, a favorite? Uh, well, you think the cats would allow the dog to come in and, and you know, enter their territory? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't think you have a, work out. a favorite kind of dog that you, you know, that's on your wish list? I like like small little like chubby dogs <laughs> so like a, a a French bulldog or a pug or something oh super cute okay so let's continue the um the questions what um what's your favorite song of all time do you have one of those yet yeah I do um what is it oh Drake has been my favorite artist for like forever since I can remember and so it's probably Drake's song um Headlines. I don't know if you know that one. Yeah, I do. I, I'm a I'm a Drake fan, so I feel you. I think probably I have so many that I love. You know, one of the things I love about Drake mm -hmm. is that, especially now. I mean, it's commonplace now, uh, but you know, how people used to pick on rappers for singing. But yeah. Drake, even though he's not the best singer, he's not terrible, but he's not the best. Like he doesn't have your voice, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> but he sings his heart out, and mm -hmm. I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, my favorite songs are the ones where he's really singing, but you know, I think right now my favorite Drake song, it's it's kind of a throwback, is his is controller. I mean, it's not a huge throwback, mm -hmm. but it's not a current. So that's probably my favorite. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, that was actually gonna be my next question. Who's your favorite artist of all time? Oh. I already answered it. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite movie of all time? Oh gosh. I mean, like I love any Adam Sandler movie because I just love comedies. Uh -huh. and like, he always does like romantic comedies and like ah that's so hard I, can I just say any Adams any Adams yeah that's a that's a that's a great answer okay. um what's your well maybe this that was the answer I was gonna say what was your favorite actor of all time who's your favorite actor is it mm -hmm. Adam <laughs> probably <laughs> I'm just one step ahead <laughs> I know you can't 
pre-answering the questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What's your favorite sport? Oh, okay. See, I got this. Um, <laughs> soccer. Because, soccer. Yeah, I've been doing soccer um, since I was like five. Mm -hmm. And I was on like a bunch of club teams and I was taking it pretty seriously. Like that was another thing I was probably going to pursue if music didn't come up. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite soccer player? Um, probably. Uh, well, out of the girls, probably Alex Morgan, because I've been compared to her. So I just kind of looked up to her. Okay. And then out of the guys, Dad, what's your, who is your favorite out of the guys? Okay, my dad says Messi, so we're going to go with Messi. <laughs> okay, and if you had a choice, what would be your last ever meal? Oh, probably anything from, mm, that's hard, because I really love sushi, but I mm -hmm. also... Like I'm known for like eating pasta every single day. Mm -hmm. So either sushi or pasta. Or maybe both. You can... <laughs> yeah, come on, it's my last meal. Let me have both. <laughs> All right, we're, we're, we're nearing the end. We're almost there. Okay. Number uh, nine, what's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Um, I work out. So... That's a nice healthy habit. Yes, but I need to work on my sleep schedule because I wake up at like 12 or one sometimes, a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So I need to work on that. But yeah, I work out when I wake up now because it just like gets me motivated for everything else. What kind of workouts do you do? Uh, do you know Chloe Ting? No. Oh, she's like a YouTuber who like is pretty popular for helping people like in transformation. So I use her workouts and she's really good at it. So okay, I'll check her out. And finally, Maya, what's the, the last thing you do before you go to bed? Last thing I do, probably I either write music because I get like really creative at nighttime mm -hmm. or I like just walk, like I just go on my phone and get addicted to TikTok. <laughs> go down the TikTok rabbit hole. Well, yes. you, you pass with flying colors. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna uh, take us out of here uh, with your with your latest song, which is called "Too Nice," which I really related to. Tell everybody what "Too Nice" is about. Okay, so "Too Nice" is. I wrote it when I was extremely mad at a bunch of people mm -hmm. and they were just taking my, like me being nice to them for granted. And mm -hmm. I was just getting really annoyed. So I was like, I'm just going to write down how I feel. And then it's basically just like taking your power back over people who took you for granted. So yeah, people tend to, to take uh, nice people for granted. And they tend to think that they can run you over just because you're nice. But the thing mm -hmm. is, just because you're nice, doesn't mean that you're weak. Yep. <laughs> hey, tell your dad to come in the camera and wave at us. Hi, dad. He was talking to you. So I, I figured we'd say hi to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Sitting in the corner, enjoying myself. <laughs> Okay, Maya, we're going to, um, like I said, we're going to close it out with your new song, 
again, the album is called Hashtag Speak Up. It's out now. Check it. Oh, by the way, uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Oh, on Instagram? Like, do you want me to say my handle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. On oh, I need to change my handle to my name. But anyways. Oh, um, right? Okay. Yeah. On Instagram, it's A underscore it's underscore Maya. Mm-hmm. And then on every other social media if you just look up Maya Zakai then you can find me okay very cool all right introduce your song as we uh close out the interview and thank you so much for joining me I appreciate you and I just see your career skyrocketing thank you so much it was really an honor to be interviewed by you yeah so introduce the song okay (laughs) Maya be with this but you're gonna I'm telling you you're gonna be a pro at it all right I got this (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm Izakaya and you're about to listen to my song Too Nice. artist Maya Zakai with her new one Too Nice. I really relate to that song because you know I've always been a nice person but when I was a lot younger I was doormat nice. I say that because when you're really nice as nice as I was back then people think that you they can run all over you as if you walk all over you as if you're a doormat and then I had to you know toughen up a little bit and put some guards up you know I, I hate the the idea of of, of letting people 
kind of change who you are. I, I, I haven't changed as a person, but I have um, hardened up a little bit because, you know, listen, if you don't, people will run all over you because they mistake your kindness for being weak. Um, so, yeah, I really uh, related to that one. Too Nice from her brand new album, Speak Up. Be sure to support it. Maya Zakai. I was her very first live interview. You know, I've had a few of those um, in my career. I remember uh, when British artist um, Craig David was trying to break in uh, the United States. You know, he was trying to cross over and become a um, you know successful artist in the United States as well. I was his very first interview in the United States when I was on air at Z100 New York. Um, so that was Craig David. And I also was um, the first interview that Ruben Studdard and Clay Aiken did after their American Idol finale. You know, remember back then when Ruben Studdard won? Was that season two of American Idol? Ruben Studdard won and Clay Aiken was the runner-up. It's soon as they won um, they jumped on a red eye from Los, from Los Angeles and landed in New York and they came directly to Z100 to the radio station and did an interview with me their first interview um, after winning American Idol so yeah I've had a few of those <laughs> so that's the All the Rage with Shelly Wade podcast for the week thank you so much for taking the time to um, check me out be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already because I drop new episodes every Tuesday you don't want to miss an episode so subscribe you can also watch the video version of my interview with uh, Maya and the rest of my um, podcast interviews, the video version on my All the Rage with Shelly Wade YouTube channel and subscribe to that while you're there as well. Also, like my All the Rage with Shelly Wade page on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram at the one and only Shelly Wade. I'm on Clubhouse and Twitter at Shelly Wade. Don't forget that Shelly spot with an E-Y. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-W-A-D-E and bookmark my blog at ShellyWade.com. All right, I'll talk to you next episode. Take care of yourself. Love you. Mwah.